Ladies and gentlemen, in the shower, in the car, wherever you are, thanks for tuning in to the Illest Couple podcast, ending mental health stigma, one super awkward conversation at a time. My name's Sean, but I'm actually not here at all. Literally. Kathy is going to be doing this one. So, Kathy, tell them, tell them who you are. I'm Kathy, and I'm just Kathy today. As I've explained, Sean has been doing a lot of other things to help us out while I am working on my mental health. And so I thought I would just take this uh, one all by myself. I'm talking about something that's very important to me in the past couple of years, which is setting boundaries. And I'm going to weave that into the holiday spirit because unfortunately the holidays can be a huge, huge drain on your mental health. And um, especially when it comes to boundaries, boundaries can help you protect it. So um, let's get into it. This is where the music goes. This is where the music goes. Okay. So... I love the holiday season. Like I love decorating. That's what I've been doing. I love baking. I love making things for people. But every time it gets past Thanksgiving, I go into like freak out mode on money. And um, this year is even harder because obviously with me not working, we are a little bit lighter in the loafers, as they say. Um I don't think that's actually what they say. I think that's supposed to be an old term for being gay. That is not um, very kind. So I take that back. But uh, we're light in our wallets. And um, it's really hard because I want to give, especially our kids, everything they want. And, you know, my ex-husband, he said, like, you know, Jack is going to get enough. He knows that, like, a lot of the stuff he wants is oddly expensive and weird like trampoline a dirt bike these like 150 dollars shoes but you know i said get them what you can and that's all you can do there's a million other people that will buy for him and he'll be taken care of and you know he is right but of course you want to be the one that gets on the present that makes them super duper happy so hopefully i thought of an idea on my very own hopefully it will turn out to be a good one and he'll be excited about it um but yeah, and there's there's certain family members that understand, you know, they don't need a bunch of gifts. And um, I'm going to be making some things to give away, you know, baking things, um, a sugar scrub, things like that. But when it comes to actual gifts, I- I'm not going to be spending a lot. And there is one member of my family that I feel like they expect me to get them something all the time and it's very stressful so I'm always trying to think what can I do that is good enough and um, I think this year I just need to stop trying to make it perfect I need to just go really easy and again homemade Um, I have a lot of clay I'm gonna make things like that so hopefully it'll work there Um, but another thing that You know, once you get older, sometimes you want to spend the holidays by yourself. And I do find that since COVID had happened, I've actually, you know, not that I don't want to see my family and stuff, but I don't mind 
spending time with smaller groups. I I really do miss the when I was a kid being around my large extended family and everything. But I think it was different when I was a kid. It was, you know, that was fun and it was free. When you're an adult at these kind of things, it's not the same feeling. Um, hopefully with some of the little kids at Christmas, it will be, it'll bring that joy back to be around them. But we most of our, the kids that are in our family are not young anymore. We got like two and that's about it. So uh, once they leave, I think I would be leaving too. <laughs> and, but yeah, this this time of year, a lot of times I just want to stay home with my dog. So um, yeah, the money thing is a huge thing for me. Also talking about certain things. So my family on one side is very politically divided and there's a lot I don't want to talk about. And I always go back and forth between, should I discuss this? Like, should I stand up for what is right? But it always feels like the wrong time during a holiday to be that person. But I also know that I can't just shy away from saying the right thing. So this year I have decided that I will say something and the best way to say things is to use the I feel statement. So you want to say like when you say that it makes me feel you know, uncomfortable or it this is not something that I feel we can speak about without fighting. Can we change the subject? It's going to be very hard for me because confrontation is low on my scale of things I enjoy. I do not like to confront anybody. So but it is very important to do that. Um now, we don't have any family that comes into town and stays at our house or vice versa. But one of the things that we went to visit um, Sean's biological father, who unfortunately is passed at this point, but we went down to visit him in Florida. And this wasn't over a holiday, but the same kind of rules apply. I had such a hard time because every day I need alone time. I do not like to be around people 24-7. I do not... Um, feel comfortable with that I need to decompress and just be my introverted self and uh, and Sean's dad took it kind of personally that we didn't want to hang out with him and his fiance the whole time like we wanted to go out to dinner with just the kids the one night and um, you know we might just want to relax and you know in the pool and not have to go do something per se and you know, I hope I keep that in mind if I one day have house guests that they can be allowed to do other things. They're not there to be a built-in friend for me for the week. So remember that you can also set your boundaries there. If you go into town and you were visiting someone, you know, just remember that you are allowed to say, I'm going to go take a nap or I'm going to read a book or if you have other people that you're in the area, like if you're in your hometown, I have someone else I'm going to visit. Just make sure that they're aware. Now there's um there's certain people that I know off the top of my head I would have more trouble with that than others. Like if it's my mom, I don't live far away from my mom, but if I did and I had to come home, she would be fine with seeing me a little and then allowing me to do whatever else I wanted. She is also though a kind of I don't want to say introverted cuz she's not. She's extroverted, but she likes to have her alone time also and there's a lot of things she likes to do by herself. So I think she would understand. Um, but there's also a lot of other people um, that are extended family 
that I can see taking offense to it if I did not want to hang out. So I would probably choose not to stay with those people. I would, you know, like we talked about it also with Sean and I when we went down to Florida after it started going bad and said, if we ever come back down here, we're going to, you know, get a room because we did not want to feel beholden to them because you do, you feel bad. You are being welcomed into this person's home, but that doesn't mean they can take advantage of you, you know? Uh, some of the other stressors that can come with holidays are getting uh, everything done in time, trying to perfect everything. That is something I am definitely a perfectionist when it comes to wanting to create a moment, especially when it comes to like, when it comes to like holidays and food and all that stuff. So I had to like, this is something that helps me. If I am making food, like what well, the couple years that I made Thanksgiving completely for everybody, like in our house, I had a literal schedule. I wrote down what I was going to do at what time, when I was going to take a break. Um, I figured out things that other people could do to help me. That is not my strong point, though. I don't ask for help very well. <laughs> but I did give a few small jobs to Sean and Jack and stuff like that. But it's if I know how long something is going to take, it helps me to be ahead of the game to sit down and look at it. I do that also when I'm in a good headspace, at least for the week. Like I say, what can I take care of on this day? You know, what can we eat? Uh, what is most important to be taken care of? Lists are very helpful for me to see. And to it just gives me a, a way to think it out by seeing it. And when I went to college, I learned about different learning styles and I am a person who learns better in print. So when I'm in a classroom and the teacher is talking, it helps me to write it down. It gets it, you know, uh, more codified in my brain. I, I can remember it better. Some people can just sit and listen to the lecture and, uh, you know, it's committed to memory. That does not work for me. And same thing with I can think about all the things I need to do. But if I write them down, even if I don't look at that list, it's in my brain better. I don't know if that makes sense. But yeah, I always found that very interesting with the learning styles because I, I think my husband is the opposite. He does better with listening and just uh, being connected that way. But when I visually see it, I'm so much clearer on what I should be doing. So, um, So another boundary that you should do during the holidays. I kind of mentioned in there, but it's self-care. So a lot of times what I used to do on holidays is I would constantly go, go, go. Like the literally that from the moment I woke up the entire day, I was going. So now I try to build in time. Okay, it's like I we're doing something in the morning and then I'm going to have an hour to take a nap or even just read a book or relax and that is my time and that is part of the day. It's not if there's time. This is a non-negotiable for me. So, And everyone seems to respect that because, again, I don't – I think a big part of it, too, is not offering it as a question or an option to just say, well, this is what I'm doing. Okay. So you want to make sure that you are doing what you need for self-care. It's really hard when you're a parent, and I know when it was just me and Jack when – he would be with me. It was really hard 
to have time for that self-care. And I think that's part of the reason a lot of parents stay up later because they want that time to themselves. Um, and I know this is not easy, but another thing that is helpful for, you know, when you are taking care of yourself during the holidays to try to get your shopping done, get everything wrapped before like that last week, that last week you want to kind of enjoy the holiday. You want to be able to just sit and look at your tree, have cocoa, all that cheesy stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, the holidays can be extremely hard uh, on people also when they are, you know, alone or missing people. Unfortunately, I, I have a few people in my li- lives that I've lost numerous uh, family members and loved ones. And it seems like the holidays always make that hit home worse. And an important thing to do at that, you know, with that is to make sure that you are reaching out to somebody for help, that you are reaching out so you're not alone. There are, you know, chat lines, hotlines that you can talk to someone and make sure like even if you can't get a hold of someone in person that you can kind of vent you know um, even the 988 number it's for mental health you know that you can get in there and uh, get some assistance for yourself so that you don't go through it alone because it's, it's a very hard time of year when you see others enjoying family time and you're alone so isn't it funny though because yeah the people with all the families probably want more time alone and then you have the opposite of people that are alone so I guess it's like whenever you know you're never happy with what you have kind of thing I feel like it's that way with relationships sometimes too when I was younger especially when I was in a relationship it always looked so fun to be single but then when you're single you just everyone looks like they're in a happy relationship and I think it's just not knowing the ins and outs of what everyone else is going through you know uh at this point though god I would never want to be single again no offense to anybody that is (laughs) but I do not have the bandwidth to find anyone new at this point. Even if uh, anything would happen, I would probably just be single forever because I could not deal with dating anymore. But I am very happy. And uh, I think Sean stuck with me. So, and another thing that helps me, he's not helping me right now, but my dog is definitely helpful for taking away stress. Uh, I went to when I went to um, a mental facility one time I was in there for a week or so and we had to like go to this room where it was kind of like crafts and relaxation and things and they had this fake dog who was like actually weighted like a real dog now what it was kind of like a size of budge like a 20 30 pound dog but the weight of that dog is so calming it actually helps people it's like the same idea behind a weighted blanket but you know when the weight is just on your lap something about it is very soothing to people um that also kind of reminds me of when I taught preschool and we would always have the kids after they had lunch they would all um the older kids would try to go potty all the ones that um were potty training and stuff and the littler kids after they were changed stuff they would sit with us and uh, watch Little Bear while we waited for nap time. And this one little boy, Austin, would always sit in my lap. And I just remember that being the best feeling. And the same thing once I had Jack. Like, 
it, it can be overwhelming sometimes being a mom, but those moments where your kid is calm and just laying with you and sitting with you and getting cuddly. Same thing with the dog, you know, he drives me nuts. He's driving me nuts right now because he wants to be on my lap, but he won't sit while I record here. But when he is calm and cuddly, it is the best, you know, uh, soother in the world, the best antidepressant. I mean, other than actual antidepressants, I love my antidepressants. So Uh, another thing that people do around the holidays, and this is one I'm very, very guilty of, is pretty much abandoning healthy habits like you know, being like, I'm on vacation, I'm not going to work out. Uh, I'm not, I'm going to eat everything I want. And sometimes I, you know, you you feel like you enjoy it. But then afterwards, you feel like complete garbage. So something that's helpful to do, even if you don't like, you know, go hard and do a workout, maybe take a walk or, you know, like I've been doing in the mornings, going to the gym before my appointments for just like 20, 30 minutes and walking on the treadmill, just getting my blood going, helping me feel better. It's, um, I've been eating pretty badly though. I've definitely on the weekends, I go a little ham with what I'm having and I notice the difference. I notice that there is like, my fingers are more swollen from salt and stuff, but I do notice that when I work out and I drink all my water and stuff like that, it helps me to not be as, um, I just feel like things are moving better through my body. I feel lighter. I feel like my skin's better. So it doesn't have to be a ton of stuff. I'm not doing it for weight loss, even though that would be great too. But I just want to feel better. And I feel more put together when I do that. So even at like even like Christmas morning, depending on if you're someone like me who gets up way too early, you could go and take a quick walk by yourself, you know. Uh, same thing with food. So a, a thing I usually try to do before I go to like the big holiday parties and stuff, because I don't know if your family's anything like mine. We never, ever eat at the time we say we're going to. So it's like, okay, it's going to be two o'clock and then it's like 4.30 and everyone's starving. And yeah, there's little snacks and stuff sometimes. But what I'll try to do is when I'm at home, if let's say we're going over at like noon or one o'clock around 11 or 12, I will eat just vegetables or something, you know, snack on some carrots, cucumbers. So there's something in my stomach and it's something healthy that I'm starting with, you know, make sure I drink a lot of water because at least I have a good base then. Um, My biggest downfall is always desserts. And again, with my family, like when we did it at my house, when it was just Sean, Jade, Jack and I, I just did one dessert. Makes sense because there's only four of us, but when we go to my dad's side of the family, there are, you know, depending on the year, 20 to 50 people there. So there are multiple desserts. There are lots of things to choose from. And I will end up usually taking a little bit of everything. Um, and it's hard to say no. My dad makes these great, this great nut roll. It's so good. I always eat a bunch of that. Like everybody has their own specialty dish. And who am I to not try them all, you know? Uh, another thing you can do if you don't want to eat too much is you could always ask if you can take something home. That's again, something I've been working on is not eating it all there saying, you know, oh, I'm, I'm not really hungry for dessert right now, but can I take some with me? Most times people love you to take it. I know myself when I have dessert, I don't want to eat it all. I want other people to take it out of the house for me and help out. So, but yeah, set aside those times to take care of yourself. Um, 
maybe do some meditation, yoga, that kind of stuff. Remember that even though you're celebrating, you don't have to like have copious amounts of drinks. There are tons of great mocktail uh, recipes out there that taste and look just as good as an alcoholic drink. And it'll make you feel like you're still part of the you know party. And if you are giving a party, that is actually super helpful to do. I know that a lot of my friends, when they're sober, the ones that are, that are sober, they love having an option that's not just soda or water, that they can have something special to drink. And then it also makes the kids feel special. So I remember the biggest thing for me when I was a kid is we'd always have the sparkling apple juice. And man, we thought we were the shit when we drank that apple juice. We thought we were so cool. And that can work for people that are, you know, um, being sober at the point too. Like for myself, I wouldn't say I'm sober, but I'm really not a drinker. I'll have like a drink and that's it. So that's because, and that's because I, how I start to feel my body just does not metabolize alcohol. Well, I don't know if it has anything to do with the medication I'm taking. Um, that probably is part of it, but I've never been really great at holding my liquor. So the idea of a mocktail either instead of or in conjunction with like after or before is a great idea or even maybe put out some water that is like festive you know put some cranberries in it just to make it look pretty or you know cucumber water people always go crazy for that something that makes people think it's okay to not have an alcoholic drink because sometimes people feel like you almost have to celebrate that way. You know what I mean? So uh, and that, yeah, that's actually now that now I wish I could have a party so I could do that. I think that's a great idea. And maybe I'll see if I can find someone to put up. There's a woman that I follow on Instagram um, called e- or named Eva. And she always does a lot of good cocktail and mocktail recipes. So I'll see if I can find some of hers for the holidays. She has some fabulous ideas. So Um, The most important thing to remember, though, is you set the pace. You figure out how you want the holiday to go and what you want to come out of it. You can create your own story, I guess you'd say. If you want to spend it alone, spend it alone. If you want to, you know, go to different places, that's great. But have a plan how long you're going to stay at each one or you know, how you're going to figure out who goes where. That's another big thing with blended families. You know, we have a lot of places that the kids have to be. They have a lot of people that love them. They're very lucky, but it makes it hard for everybody to be together. You know, Um, holidays don't have to be just on the holidays too. A lot of times we'll get together with um, Sean's side of the family in January and have one big party with his side of the family because everybody has so many other places to go it's just easier to do it afterwards you don't have to do it on the actual day it's um you know I don't want to say it's a fake day because it's not it's a real holiday but it's kind of like Valentine's Day if I don't go out to dinner on February 14th I'm not upset about it I don't have to celebrate it on that exact day you know um now we're getting pretty like we're all only in the beginning of December so I could also say, try to get your shopping done that you do have done. 
I've started shopping earlier, so we're pretty much almost done, which is great, and I can start wrapping soon. That takes a ton of stress off of me, and also Jack is with his dad this weekend, so I'm going to focus on just putting up decorations, um, getting the tree ready, not decorating the whole thing because I want him to do some of it, but not having to worry about I have no other plans today or that I have no other plans on Saturday. So that will be the day of decoration. So I'm just hoping for a very calm and relaxing holiday season. I'm hoping everybody likes the things that I do make, but I'm also realistically realizing that this is what I can offer because what I want to do is go out and buy a bunch of expensive things for everyone but I can't because what that's going to do is put us more in debt and how is that fair you know and also remember that you know I, I myself like homemade gifts the best I would rather have a card or a picture that my son makes me than any present really um, same thing with my husband. I love when he writes me notes and I love uh, when he does things like that. It's much more special. So think of something interesting that you can do that doesn't take a lot of money. That is from your heart. And I mean, I know this sounds like a cheesy mom thing to say, but if they don't appreciate it, they're not really worth it anyway. Love should not be shown in money. And it's hard to remember that when you come from a family that seems to just throw money instead of emotion sometimes so and also you matter you are loved and the holidays should be about love they should not be about things I hope you guys are having a great holiday season also check out um, I'm going to be putting up a Christmas playlist tomorrow so that will be on Saturday today is Friday as you're hearing this and um, I'm adding some new Christmas songs. It's a little bit uh, more off the beaten path than most of the Christmas music you may have heard. Some of it may be vulgar. <laughs> I apologize, but that's kind of how I roll. Uh, if you have any more ideas about what you do for self-care that is helpful, please let us know. You can go to um, Illis Couple on either Facebook or Instagram. You could also email us at theillistcouple at gmail.com or go right to our website. There's a little voicemail thing there. And I'm hoping that you all are relaxing and setting your own boundaries. Bye. Illis, the illis, the illis couple. Illis, the illis, the illis couple. Illis, the illis, the illis couple. Illis, the illis, the illis couple.